This is Madeline. And this is Cami. And you're listening to the Communities That Convert podcast. Episode number 23. Welcome to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza. In this podcast, you will learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. You will hear tips, ideas, and advice you can use right now on how to grow your own community and provide value that inspires them to take action. Are you ready to get started? And our guest today is Todd Giantasio, founder of The Growth Suite, where they are helping businesses turn strangers into customers over at thegrowthsuite.com. Welcome, Todd. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. We are very excited to have you, actually. And we've been, we had you on our list from the very beginning yeah. because we felt like you are a really good example of someone who's building a community from scratch. And we wanted to talk to people that not only had huge communities, but people that were right in the throes of it, that were kind of building it. And I re- and just kind of get your insight on what, how that's going for you. So my first question, I'm just going to throw it out to you is, you know, I just want you to tell us a little bit about the growth suite, what it is and why you started it. Sure. So the growth suite is a combination of membership training and tools for entrepreneurs and marketers who need to get their business going online. And the reason I started it was because I I have another done for you agency called Tresnik Media, where, you know, we offer high ticket retainers to clients where we do all their marketing for them. And that's a struggle for a lot of businesses to have to pay, but they still have the need, obviously, to get their business online and know how to do things. And a big issue that I always had, and that part of why I started Tresnik Media was seeing business owners making really poor decisions because they were uneducated and didn't have the right information, right? And they were hiring someone to build their website because it was the first person who came to them and said, hey, we'll build your website, not because they knew how to hire the right person or what to do. So the growth suite was kind of the culmination of the same value proposition that we have at Tresnate Media, which is helping businesses turn strangers into customers but it's at a much lower ticket subscription where it's more accessible for virtually any entrepreneur to sign up. And we're providing the training on just the fundamentals of how to define your customer personas and what that means for how you write your copy and headline and really how to talk to people and build relationships with customers. Because how many businesses, like I think in reality, probably like 99% of businesses are out there just trying to sell to everyone, strangers, people that are barely in their target audience, like, and it, it drives me nuts and it's painful for me to see. So the growth suite is a place to kind of teach people the right way to do marketing and build customer relationships. That's a win-win for the customers and the business. And along with that, they also get like communities that convert.com, they get a website subscription. So they get all the proper tools that you need to market in today's world with the landing pages and contests and quizzes and blogging, webinars, all that kind of good stuff is all included in the subscription. So it's not just giving the tools, but also giving the training and the mindset. I love that. You've been like really helpful to us, providing us with some services. But before we dive into that, let's talk a little bit about how you and I met. We, we've known each other Uh, For a few years now, do you want to tell that story of how we we, uh, met? Yeah, so we both were part of Lewis Howe's houses, Lewis Howe's, however you say that, 
School of Greatness program a couple years ago now, I guess. And, you know, they have a very interesting community in what they have going on. And it's basically a flood of hundreds of people who sign up to go through this eight week program or 10 weeks or something. And then they say, find people in here that look interesting to you. And then they're going to be your in your weekly mastermind group. So they have away. They have an introduction where everyone's supposed to post a video, a one minute video and introduce themselves and what they're trying to get out of the group. And then basically you have to scroll through hundreds of videos and find people that resonate with you. And Madeline and I kind of hooked up through that. And we got got into a weekly mastermind together. And, um, you know, we really hit it off and have stayed connected throughout even after the program ended. So, yeah, which is so cool. You know, what I thought was really neat, Todd, is that, I mean, you're right. There were like hundreds and hundreds of videos, all these people And you and I moved quickly on this because we were the very first group out of all the accountability groups. We were the first one to form one. And I thought that was really neat. Yeah. Yeah. And I I love that. Like a a big part of my philosophy is always speed and action equals success. Right. And just getting things done as quickly as possible, even if you have to correct them later, but just try to get that momentum going. And obviously we share that in (laughs) and that's how we ended up together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. She's got the just do it on her arm, you know, so yeah. we, we talk about that all the time. So, you know, you yeah. got to just do it sometimes and get moving yeah. on things. And I agree with that speed to market. I mean, that is so important to do that. And I also agree when what you said, Todd, just kind of bringing that back down is really honing in on who you're trying to help. That's what I love about it. And we said it at the beginning that you have your, your motto, which is helping businesses turn strangers into customers, but you have a very specific market niche could you talk a little bit about that? How do you boil down your market? And, and I know Madeline and I have been talking about this a lot too in the last couple yeah. of weeks just offline, but you know, how do you boil it down to exactly who you're supposed to be helping? And, and if you do that, don't you give up a lot of market share? I mean, could you talk a little bit about why that's so important? Sure. So I think there's a lot of different factors involved in this conversation, right? And I, I definitely agree, obviously, niching down and getting as narrow as possible because that's how you can provide the most value to people. But it's also important for people to keep in mind that like you have to do this one audience at a time, not one audience forever and ever and ever, right? So when you can kind of start off narrow, like Amazon sells textbooks to college kids and Facebook is a network for Harvard students. That's not what they are anymore, right? I mean, it's the biggest retail store in the world and the biggest network in the world. So understanding that can kind of help people get over that initial hurdle of narrowing down who your audience is, is you need to start with a specific audience and then you can add in more and more audiences. And I think the way that you do that is, and I wouldn't be a good podcast guest if I didn't have a freebie for the listeners. So actually this nails on what we're giving away and it's a message to market match matrix. And it will actually help people fill out what they should be saying and who they should be saying it to. So I'll give the link for that at the end. People stick around to listen and they'll get that freebie. But um, I think the best thing to do is just who comes to mind initially, like I'll go through the growth suite as an example of how we're kind of planning this out because we're really brand new and going through these exercises now is that it's great for bootstrapping entrepreneurs. It's great for marketers that are inside small and medium sized businesses that don't have a big budget. It's great for e-commerce entrepreneurs who have an e-commerce shop, but they don't have a content marketing platform like a WordPress for blogging and landing pages and list building. They only have their e-commerce shop. And it's also good for personal brands. So now, okay, well, who is it best for, right? And who's going to get the most value right away? 
So then I also list out, okay, well, what are all the problems that we solve with the growth suite training and tools? And that's list building, it's blogging, it's content marketing, it's, you know, viral marketing. So listing all those things out and then thinking about what are the desired outcomes and the ultimate benefits that we give to our customers. And that's, you know, increased visibility in search engines and social media and better messaging for their customers so that they can sell things faster and easier and making a list of all those different things. And then kind of across this matrix, like, okay, what outcomes tie to the people that I can create value for the best and the problems that we solve, like, and kind of figuring out like, all right, kind of dumping out all the things that are possible and then matching where the best value exchange will be, right? Because you want to put everybody in a win-win situation. So who can we provide the most value for who will get the most value out of it? And I think that's kind of how I'm looking at it and creating these exercises and, and training inside the growth suite to do such a thing. Because a lot of the stuff you see, like you can Google customer avatar, buyer persona, all that, all that kind of stuff like you're talking about. And it all starts with one, assuming it's going to be one person and not really giving you a way to figure out who that person is, but rather just, okay, here's the profile. Now answer how old are they? You know, are they male or female? Are they, they work in this industry? These are their interests. All that kind of stuff is great. But like you said, you need to figure out who you're going to answer all these questions about first. And I think that gets overlooked a lot. And so to answer back to your original question, it's, where can you provide the most value the fastest and people who are going to be the most passionate about what you're doing? Right. Because then they become the people that tell other people about what you're doing and become the, the kind of mouthpiece, if you will, for right. the next for the next yep. iteration of that. And I think that's yeah. such a great and smart way of looking at it. It also kind of brings me to what one of my questions that I had for you that I'm seeing you do because we are because of we are part of your community yeah. because of what we're doing with you here. And um, I'm really excited that and of course we're the communities that convert podcasts so we would be remiss if we didn't talk about <laughs> how you're building your community right so one of the things that i've really noticed is that you're very good at making people feel like they're seen and valued like they know that you're seeing them that you value them in your community and i just wanted to know what your philosophy for this was and i'm going to give you an example and yesterday is a really good example of that i was flustered and trying to work around this new little freebie that we're giving away with our last episode, which you can go back and get, which is the Google Analytics and how to put together a Google Google Analytics goal. And I was trying to no index a page and I asked you, how do I do that? Well, you know, within less than an hour, you had a video up telling me exactly how to do it, which I thought was like really, I mean, of course, high touch and you can't do that sure. forever. Right. Obviously, you can't scale that necessarily, but it seems like you're co-creating even the training stuff with the yeah. people that are already in your community. So could you talk a little bit about your philosophy on that and sort of how you're handling that? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, ultimately, I would love to be able to scale and, and provide that level for hundreds of people that that eventually end up in the community. But it's, it's really listening to your community to give that value back and understanding that there's a feedback loop that helps you improve your business and your community. And when you pay attention to what people are asking for, you know, one, it's important for everybody to feel like they're part of something. I think that's very important. And two, in a selfish way, your feedback is helping me build a better, better product. So, you know, the win-win there is that, you know, you need help with something and I'm providing it to you. But then that also becomes evergreen training content for me that now goes into the training modules, right? So when you can have that feedback loop and it creates a win-win situation for the 
community host and the community the community members, then there's no reason for it to just scale infinitely, right? I mean, we're all really working together and adding value on both sides of the coin. So I think that's really important. Yeah, that's a really that's a really great answer. And I totally agree with that because I think that that's really the value of having a community is they can co-create this with you and give you help along that line. And what do you think about that, Madeline? Oh, yeah, absolutely agree with that as well. Todd, I think you just do just such, such an amazing, amazing job with your community. The question I have for you is, what do you think the hardest part is for entrepreneurs? And what do you think they really need help with to succeed? Well, I mean, that's such a, the question has so many answers, right? Depending sure. on who the entrepreneur is. So like, what I often, I often have to remind myself that like, I have very few technical hurdles because I'm a technical person. I started as a web developer. I've been doing this for 15 years. But then I remember that like, there's also people who have to call and hire someone to set up a new email address for them, right? So I think for me, my entrepreneurial hurdles are more on the like financial management and cash flow and P&L stuff and the hiring and growth. But then there are people who are great at that stuff and they're terrible understanding marketing or putting their website together. And really that that's what the growth suite, that's how the growth suite was born as an answer to the entrepreneurs who have trouble with the technical setup and understanding of how to market their business. So for me, my answer is managing finances to hire people and managing the the fluctuation of bringing in new clients versus hiring people and how to balance all that as you grow. That's something that I've constantly struggled with for years. But then on the flip side, there's people who don't know how to like set their Wi-Fi password. And that's detrimental to your business if you don't know how to do it. So I think it really depends on the entrepreneur and the industry they're in. And hopefully what we're all doing together here, you guys with your podcast and your community and educating business owners. I mean, that's we're all out putting value into the world, trying to help each other, you know, make the world a better place. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love that answer because, yeah, that's that's really what I am coming to really understand the value of an entrepreneur is, is that we create new things for the betterment of the world. That's really our goal as entrepreneurs. And so any way that I can help other people create more amazing things, that's really what I'm out for, what I'm here to do, and what I think I've put, been put here on this planet to do, if you will. <laughs> so I love that, you know, part of your superpower is this technical side of things, because I do think that trips up so many people, you get stuck and kind of in a rut. I don't think I'm non-technical. I feel pretty technical, actually, considering, but even then, you know, I get stuck sometimes like yesterday when I was like, how do I do this? Right. And yeah. I, you know, I, I had a vague understanding of what to do, but then I just couldn't find it, you know? So right. I do find that it's um, really helpful to have like that on board right there yeah. where I can just go and ask about it right away in a community yeah. situation. Yeah. And I think, you know, and we're at a point now in technology where it's really more about like, where do you go to click the right buttons, right? It's not about knowing how to code something or creating files in an HD access document. Like, so it becomes just asking the, the questions and, and for me to be able to anticipate those questions as I've heard them more and more. And, you know, it was simple for you because while it was a, what seemingly would be a technical question was a two minute process of you just needed to see where to go to click the right settings, right? And, um, yeah. I've been thinking about this a lot lately as new tools have come around. And I mentioned before, I started off as a web developer and I was coding websites from a blank text document. Like that's how I started back in the day. So to see the evolution of how to build websites now and 
I was majorly against using page builders and stuff like that for a long time. And eventually they got up to par with what I was willing to accept. And it made it that much faster where the scale just tipped in the other direction. And now I am like a thousand percent all about it. And um, I think it's an amazing technology. And I think there was a time when people would write out their letter and then have to go to someone in their office and say, can you type this up on the computer for me? And then, you know, then there was a time when there were people who would type up something in a Word document and then have to give it to someone else and say, hey, I need you to maybe not email it, but I need this to get published somewhere. And I think that we're in that transition now where you no longer need to send a Word document to a web developer and ask them to put a new page on your website. And even more technical than that, building landing pages and setting up contests and list building, all that stuff. We're at the point now where it's not a technical hurdle. It's more of a mental hurdle for people to just recognize like, oh yeah, like I just need to know, I just have to click around and go to this page and click these buttons. And I think once you get over that initial intimidation, I think that unleashes and just a tremendous amount of potential for any business. And that's kind of what I want to open up for people and, you know, helping them understand that they could save a ton of money you know, assuming we're not talking about big custom app development website type of things. But like, if you just need a website where you can publish content and build your email list and generate leads, you don't need to be paying a webmaster hundreds of dollars every time you need a new landing page set up and that kind of stuff. And so I forget the original question, how I ended up on this tangent, but I, I think this technical evolution of thinking about um, people used to write on a notebook and then hand it to someone to type up. I think we're at that stage now where we're transitioning to business owners and entrepreneurs being able to manage their own websites in a faster and more affordable way. And you helped us with our website for this new podcast. Kami and I were really struggling with this because we were trying to decide, do we want a WordPress site? Do we want to just put it on Medium? And and our ultimate decision initially with the podcast was put on Medium. And then over time, we realized, hey, maybe this wasn't the best choice. And so we were (laughs) wanting to do a WordPress. We were actually about to put a WordPress site together. And then you came to us and said, Hey, I want to help you. And I want to put a site together for you. Can you talk a little bit about like these services that you're providing for the community? Sure. So you guys obviously in super early bird and helping me with the feedback stuff, you know, getting special access to a lot of the things that are happening as we develop them. But what we're offering as a service, service training, all the stuff, I look at it as three parts. I think to be successful, you need to have the tool set, the skill set and the mindset. And we're trying to combine all of those where there's a lot of programs out there that give you just the training and skills. And then there's other tools you can buy, but there's not a place to go that gets you all of those things. So that's what we're bringing together. And so with the growth suite, when members sign up, they're going to get access to their website platform, which out of the gate will be, we're coming up with a name, but a launch pad or a starter site where it has all the fundamentals. The pages are built. They just need to go in change the text and put in their own pictures. And we have video training on how to do all of that stuff. And then video training for them to advance and learn how to build marketing campaigns. And the first fundamental masterclass that we're putting together now is marketing fundamentals. So like I said before, it's easy when you know what buttons to push, but it's a lot of times when someone comes to me for a new website, they'll say, we need a new website. But really what they need is a whole marketing strategy. They need copywriters, they need campaign ideas, they don't have anything. So you sit down and you know, the truth is building a website from a platform like the growth suite only takes like a day. 
But if that's assuming you have all of your copy that we're going to put in and you know what your headlines are and who your audience is. So the first masterclass that we're putting out is to teach those fundamentals, provide worksheets and exercises so that in a half a day, you can go through these modules and you'll have an understanding of who your target audience is, what kind of headlines you should write, how proper copywriting works in persuasion and all that kind of stuff and and really understand what your website is going to facilitate for your business. Then the second module will be setting up your website, which will be much easier because you're just copying and pasting all the stuff that you did in the worksheets from your first module. So it's really going to be taking entrepreneurs and small business marketers through that, through those exercises so they can learn the marketing assets that they need first. And then that makes building the website easier. And then from there, scaling up and talking about content marketing strategies and how to do SEO and social promotion and all that kind of good stuff. So is your goal to take, okay, people that work with you doing that, or is your goal to take them over to the Facebook group and build a community through there? And, yep. and is it, and is it yeah, just so, Facebook? Yeah. So the, the community is just Facebook and that's where, so when you sign up, you get the training modules, which are on the growth suite.com. You get your own website, which would be in your case, like communities that convert.com that spins off of our platform. And then you also get access to the Facebook group and community, which is where, you know, we have a lot of discussions. And as more and more people come in, we'll get more people connecting and networking and ideas bouncing around. But it's also a place where when one person has a question, really a bunch of people have the same question, right? And I think the Facebook group is a great way to facilitate that. I've built a couple other communities in the last year and been in a lot of them. And some of them are Slack, some of them were custom forums. And I just think Facebook groups right now are I don't know why anyone would do something differently. So for building our community, it is part of the paid membership subscription and just people who come in through the growth suite, they get access to the Facebook group where they can ask questions and create discussions and, and all that kind of stuff on the fly. And then if they're a little shy and want to be anonymous, then there's also the question forms on the site they can submit privately. And then we'll still post, you know, we'll post those answers in the group for everybody to get access, but they'll also go into the training. Yeah, and I, I, I've used both ways. I've tried both ways. So, you know, you, you do a good job of getting back, which is great. But one of the questions I had was, and, and kind of maybe to wrap this up a little bit is, what are your top tips for getting people to engage in your online community? So like, you know, getting them to start talking to you. And certainly yours is still small here, but you've been in other communities. What are your top tips right now for kind of getting that engagement going? Yeah, I mean, initially, I think you have to have some seed people, right? Like some other experts in the space, like you guys have been great in there. And a couple other people that I just kind of incentivize a little more to get in there and ask questions. And a lot of the times people will text message me a question or email me a question. I'm like, Hey, this is a great question. But can you just jump in the group and ask it instead? So just kind of creating that that practice for the the members. And I think also this goes for obviously a lot of things get lost in the Facebook newsfeed, but any kind of community that you want. So to start, and I'll probably continue this as you guys have seen, is using email to kind of fuel discussions that are in the group because it just as a reminder, like, hey guys, this group exists. We posted stuff. So I'll I'll drop in a question like I think yesterday. And knowing to ask some easy questions too to get the some beginner group members comfortable talking. Yesterday I just said, Hey, what you know, I'm curious what kind of music or stuff that do you guys listen to while you're working? Right. Now that's a question that a new beginner day one member can jump in and answer without feeling uncomfortable or overwhelmed or intimidated. And then just shooting out an email with a link to that question and saying, you know, letting them know, hey, I know things get lost in the newsfeed. You probably don't have notifications on for me 
because you don't love me that much yet. But here's a link. I'm curious if you could just jump over and answer the question. So kind of using both channels to get people engaged so that I know that they're seeing what's there and um, just asking things that are comfortable for people to get started and, you know, used to seeing each other in the group. Yeah, I thought that was a brilliant question, actually, just sort of asking a real simple question that people can answer. I was like, yeah, that's that's a great question. And somebody even said, yeah, I think I'm going to steal that for my LinkedIn yeah. page yeah. or something. <laughs> so it was good. I mean, you know, you want to have that sort of feeling of co-creation. And I love that you're kind of fostering that in there. You know, I really like what you're doing with that. Thanks. I appreciate that. And I love that you did the email. I think that's super smart. You know, I'm in so many Facebook groups right now, and they're all great groups. But mm-hmm. I don't have the time to like check them all and pay attention yeah. to notifications enough. And so when that email came yesterday where you were asking about, you know, what are you listening to? Like, do you have like some kind of music app or, or podcast? And I was like, oh my God, this was so great. I could just stop for a minute, <laughs> click, and you gave us the link, clicked on the link, took me right to the Facebook where you asked the question. And I could take a minute and answer the question, which I hope was helpful to other people because I'm a huge fan of uh, using focus at will. Mm-hmm. And I know y'all were talking about another one that's similar, but Focus yeah, at Will has been huge for me. I've been using it for like four years now, I think. And wow. it's something I listen to every day while I work. And it really helps me. And that, yeah, that's what yeah. you're listening to. Focus at Will.com is what you're talking about, right? Yes. Putting that out there. Cami, you were podcast, right? Was that what you're Well, you're actually, asking? she does podcasts too. I actually listen to podcasts and also, I mean, I listen to a lot of things, but I didn't put that in there either. But there's this coffativity or something like that that yes, I sometimes I use that too. pull up because I like that feeling of being in a coffee shop and I work yeah. alone. So I'm in a, you know, we were talking about this. I'm an E, I'm, a, I'm an outgoing <laughs> human. So I like to right. uh, feel like I'm in the presence of people even when yeah. I'm not. Yeah, so what like is that? I don't know that one. What is that? It's just like background chatter. Like, you know, people in the hallway of my office probably think that there's like 10 people a in here like living it up, you know? <laughs> That's um, awesome. But it's just like, you know, I like doing the coffeeativity or the Brain FM or like jazz was another good answer because when there's stuff going on with lyrics, it, you know, pulls your brain um, right. even just a little bit. So, um, yeah. I'm a musician. So like anything with words, I'm I'm suddenly like, you know, in it and I'm singing and I'm like, you ask. You can ask Madeline. And if you've listened to the podcast, which you have, you can, I'll break out into song from time to time. (laughs) I love that. I love when you do that at the beginning when we're starting the podcast. (laughs) Now I'm all (laughs) (laughs) self-conscious. Anyway. All right. So we are, we have like literally just blown through a whole half hour. I can't believe it, but Hey, um, Todd, so how can people connect with you first of all? And also how can they check out the growth suite? And more importantly, how can they get that freebie? Yes. Okay. So the freebie, they can check out thegrowthsuite.com slash CTC podcast. So oh. communities that convert podcast slash CTC podcast there. And yeah, Facebook is a good place to get a hold of me. Todd Genitatio. That's a long one to search for. Instagram and Twitter, you can check out Growth Suite or just Tresnik. And I'm there. And I look forward to connecting with people. Yep. And we'll put all of that in the show notes. So if you come to communitiesthatconvert.com, you can also see how the platform is in action. Yeah. Well, thanks for being our guest today, Todd. We, we've really uh, been wanting to have you on. We know you're an avid listener and we appreciate you helping us with our website. So it just seemed fitting yes, to have course. you come on and talk about what you're doing with your community. Thank you very much, guys. And thank you for being a part of my community. I love it. Thank you so much. 
So that was a really awesome call with Todd. I was really excited to have him on today. What about you, Madeline? Oh yeah, it was really great information, great insights for sure. So I'm really excited about that freebie he's offering to us. That's so cool that he made one just for us, for our community. I know, I know. That's a call to action for everybody. They got to go get it. Like you have to. Yeah. So that's our call to action for this podcast episode. Go to our website, go to communitiesthatconvert.com and get the freebie that Todd put together just for you. And then do the exercises and get back to us and let us know how it went for you. I'm really going to do it myself. What about you? Are you going to download it and do it? Absolutely. Yes, Yeah. I will. Awesome. So let's talk about that. And we'll, we'll also be talking about that in our community. So make sure that you definitely go and sign up to get into our community. And how you do that is, can you tell them? You, you, gotta sign up. you gotta sign up for our email and then you get the secret yeah. password. Yeah, we have a secret password. And that's the only way you can get it. Ha ha ha. ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. And what and, and what's the link? Sure- what's the link? What's the link? Oh, the, the, oh, the link the is bit.ly. B-I-T dot L Y. Yeah. Forward slash C T C V I P. And that's all caps C T C V I P. And that's you. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. And we're really looking forward to this new year and all of the wonderful things you are going to create in your communities. Yep. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Communities That Convert podcast with Madeline Sklar and Cami Hoiza, where you learn how to build a tribe of raving fans. Stay in touch with Madeline and Cammie through their website at communitiesthatconvert.com. Communities That Convert.